Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit for your free audiobook. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast. I am Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, is my lovely wife, Chanel. How are you doing today, Chanel? I'm okay. Just okay? Yeah, I'm a little uh, not feeling well today, but well, we will push through. Hopefully, after talking about this delicious food that we have on the docket, then hopefully you, you'll be feeling a lot better and be feeling ready to go. I'll be feeling hungry well, because definitely. we haven't had dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is what uh, this is what this, the show does to people, according to things that I've heard. Um, you'll probably be hungry after this show because we're going to a lot of restaurants in this edition of the Joan Appetit Podcast because this is Center City Restaurant Week. We are in the middle of it as we are recording this episode, so. We will talk about the places, as we always do, we will talk about the places we would try um, if we were to go out for Center City Restaurant Weekend. I think we think we might even uh, try one out this weekend because a lot of these places have takeout. A lot of these places you can go and get their Restaurant week menu and bring it home and eat it in your lovely abode. So it's a different twist for Restaurant Week this week, but it's a twist that, that we're excited about. Hopefully it stays forever because yes. eating at home is great. Um, so take out. <laughs> exactly. So we'll talk about that um, in the second segment of the show, or what's good Philly segment. We have a lot of stuff to get to in our first segment of the show. P- plenty of news to get to in our first segment of the show, including um, indoor dining. We're returning to New Jersey, and we have a very special event that's taking place this Saturday that we'd like to tell you about as well. So we have a lot of stuff to get to in this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. Thank you guys, as always, for listening to us and supporting us here at John Appetit and downloading us wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, which will soon become YouTube Music, Spotify, Spreaker, all that good stuff. Just do a search for John Appetit and download us to your iPhone, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device. Take us with you on the go, 24-7, 365. Thank you for all your support. We saw that we were you were in the top 100 list for the best food podcast in France, like, last week. Oh, that's cool. Oh, we dropped out. We were, we were, I think we're number 213 as of, I think it was as of, the thirteenth, I think we were two thirteen in America for for top food podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Apple, there's two hundred and something. There's way more than that. We're in the top two hundred and thirteen. So, do you know how many there are? Oh, there's a food podcast in America. Yeah. Oh, there's probably tens of thousands. There's a lot. Really? Not as many as good as the Joan Appetit podcast. I tell you that. So, thank you guys as always for, again for supporting us here each and every time we put out an episode. Again, please tell a friend to tell a friend. Follow us, subscribe to us, and, and tell a friend about the John Appetit Podcast. It's because of folks like you that we have folks like Stateside Vodka reaching out and wanting to do a partnership with us. Because, again, they know that we have some of the best listeners and some of the uh, thirstiest listeners in the Philadelphia area listening to our podcast. And they wanted to work with us and, 
and, and give you guys something special as well. So when you go to the Stateside Vodka website, just click on the podcast partnerships logo. Use promo code John for 10% off of your entire purchase. That's John. J-A-W-N. This is really simple. This is really easy. This is for delivery and pickup orders as well. So if you want to get stateside vodka delivered to your home, you can do it. If you want to pick it up at their location, you can do that as well. It's not just vodka. It's glasses. It's uh, it's, uh, clothing. It's all other cool stuff that stateside vodka has. But stateside vodka, again, is a proud partner of the John Appetit Podcast. And stateside vodka is a proud resident of my bar cabinet because we always have stateside vodka on deck. Yes, we do. 24-7. 365 <laughs> screwdrivers all the time. You know how we give it up. That's how you give it up. That's how I give it up. Because I, <laughs> I don't, I don't do, I don't do it straight. Although you could, because again, it's very refreshing. It's gluten free, um, and it's and it's got the electrolytes and all that good stuff. I just, I, I, I finally did kind of awesome that we're partnering with Stateside Vodka just because of the fact that. You've been drinking it faithfully for so long like before this ever came like down. Since they, like since you heard about it, like year, what is it? A year or two years? You've been drinking this faithfully. At least two. At least yeah. two years. Yeah. No, we we've been team stateside for a minute. Um, I've been team stateside for a minute. And again, it's not just because of their beautiful bottle. Um, stateside, it's really good vodka. Again, like it's like I'm not even saying this for, because it's Mm-mm. a partnership. It's really good vodka. He's not. He's been drinking <laughs> it for a long time. Yeah. No. If it was like if I was here talking about like like Bankers Club, then you could look at me sideways and be like, "Yo, what's this dude talking about?" Like, yeah, that would be because of, of a partnership. You know, stateside vodka is really good vodka. It's my favorite vodka. Um, so please use promo code John when you buy stateside vodka, whether it's pickup or delivery. Tell them John Appetit sent you, and you get ten percent off of your entire order. Again, we truly appreciate Stateside Vodka partnering with us and we truly appreciate it if you took a chance to go to their website, statesidevodka.com and check them out. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. A couple things. Our usual stuff. Shout out to our friends over at the War Room Sports Podcast Network. My other show is part of that, the Broad Street Line, which you can listen to there as well as every Saturday at 10 a.m. on 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia. There's a flagship show, War Room Sports. There's tissue in the tape as well and on the couch with the Wilsons. Plenty of stuff on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Whether you're a foodie, a music lover, a sports lover, or all four, or all three, I should say, War Room Sports Podcast Network has you covered. Shout out to the big homie, Tay Diggs, giving us a follow on the Twitter machine way, way long ago. And shout out to Padma Lakshmi. Again, Taste of the Nation, I heard, was picked up for season two by Hulu. So shout out to her as well. She was one of our day 21s as opposed to day Tay Diggs being one of our day ones. But we have love for both of them the same. Okay, okay. it's time for All Black Everything because I don't have another title for this segment. I'll follow. I'll find it, figure out. What should we call this segment other than All Black Everything? Because I don't know. I don't know. Well, give me some time. Yeah, you know I'm pretty time. good at stuff. You're really good at You, you, you titled this podcast. So, so I need a title. Yeah. I need a title for this time. segment. This week we're talking about Chef Nia Menard and her Mississippi Hot Tamales. Now, Chef Menard was born in Philadelphia, but grew up in Yazoo City, Mississippi, which is also the hometown of Philadelphia Eagles defensive tackle, Fletcher Cox. She returned to Philadelphia for college, and she said, you know what? In Philadelphia, they don't have the same food that we eat in Yazoo City, Mississippi, so I like to change that. So, she taught herself to be a chef, and she is now um, part of a truck. She's on the South Philadelphia East food truck, and she serves a bunch of Mississippi staples, including hot tamales which i didn't know existed until like last week have you heard of mississippi hot tamales before no recently um so these are different from mexican and south american tamales uh, because they are made with cornmeal 
and they are sauced and they're boiled, not steamed. Because you know how like the hot tamale, the tamales. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of tamale. You're not a huge tamale, not a huge tamale person. But these are boiled and not steamed, and they're with sauce and with cornmeal. Inside these, um, the ones that that Chef Menard uh, serves, she has. You can get them with pork, chicken, or a vegetarian option with pepper and sweet potatoes. But she serves more than hot tamales. She serves hoppin' John empanadas and fried chicken sliders as well, along with a rosemary sweet tea. Very interested in all that stuff. Um, the South Philly Philadelphia Food Truck is at Mifflin Square Park every Wednesday from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. And that's at 6th and Rittner Streets in Philadelphia. So please, if you're in a mood for something different, again, something that you probably can't get anywhere in Philadelphia, some Mississippi hot tamales and um, some other cool stuff, check out Chef's, Chef Nia Menard's uh, South Philadelphia East Food Truck at Mifflin Square Park. Again, every Wednesday, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. All right, Philly, what's new? Well, what's new in New Jersey is that indoor dining is now back. Yes. New Jersey has joined the bandwagon. They are now allowing up to 25% capacity with social distancing between tables in New Jersey restaurants. Staff members will be required to wear masks. Phone numbers will be taken upon reservations to facilitate facilitate contract tracing. And there will be a maximum of eight patrons per table unless you're part of the same household. Yeah, I, th- I thought you had something to. How do they know you're part of the same? It's an honor system. It's an honor system. See, I don't trust system. my fellow Americans. You don't trust fellow Americans? You don't no. trust Americans to do the right thing? No, I do not. I and I'm pretty sure a lot of our <laughs> listeners don't either. I don't I don't blame you. The don't. honor system doesn't work here because the way it's shaping up our society has been trained to look out for numero uno. 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 But hopefully, again, 25% social distancing against uh, the staff wearing masks and people doing, hopefully doing the right thing. And because, again, I, I was told that there will be um, enforcement, you know, of this. Like the, the state will be going around checking restaurants. But again, there's restaurants in New Jersey. There's a million of them. So, I mean, it's hard to, to kind of enforce this. But. I heard that they will make a good faith effort to do so. I, I know people in New Jersey are excited because, you know, the oh, the myth that uh, we folks in Jersey don't cook. So You said it's a myth. Myths are something that's not true. We cook. Have you seen the restaurants <laughs> near <laughs> us on a weekend? Have you seen them? Have not I? Even the no, good, be honest. Not have even I? the good ones. Yes, you have. Have I? Yeah, you say, have you seen that? I'm sorry. Have, no, no, no. No, on a, regular, talking no I'm talking to. on a regular on a regular day. No, no. Oh, you mean without COVID? Yeah, pre-COVID. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're asking me a question no, you know no, no, the no, answer no, no. to. No, not now. Not, not in now. Current, not in current 2020 AD. No, because I yeah. have not seen yeah, them. Because seen I do not go anywhere. But right. pre-COVID, have you seen these restaurants yes. and how, yes. how, how people move in Jersey Yes. Well, on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays and Thursdays? And Tuesday and, and Wednesdays and, Wednesday. and, <laughs> and Mondays. People, not even good restaurants, the bad restaurants. Yeah. The parking lots are full. Yeah, they're right. full. Yeah, you're right. They're full. Uh, Philadelphia is looking to increase their capacity to fifty percent uh, beginning next week. Um, we'll see how that goes. I know. I know there was some um, hesitation to do so, um, just because Philadelphia can't get things right. <laughs> apparently, when it comes to, comes to I stuff didn't like this. know Pennsylvania was doing so poorly. They were doing well. I heard they were bad, and then they were doing less well. Well, a lot of it's the a lot of it's the colleges, um, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of it's the colleges. 
A lot of us to college. Penn State's they wild out up there. Wild out there. Uh, Warm Daddies is close. Now you're looking for a new oh, location. Now Warm Daddies is an infamous soul food restaurant on Columbus Boulevard. It's now shut down after 25 years. They were at their current location for 15 years. Um, although they are looking right now, um, again, this is not for forever. They're looking for a new home. Um, these are also the same people who own uh, the other restaurants, South and Re- <clears throat> excuse me, Relish. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And you can get a, some of the Warm Daddy's favorites at those restaurants as well. I think all the takeouts are going through Relish, but I'm not entirely sure. Speaking of Relish, um, the um, potential vice president-elect was at Relish today. I don't know if you saw Is that what she went? I knew she was in Pennsylvania. Yes. Um, she went to Relish? Yeah, okay. Kamala Harris was uh, was at Relish today. That's cool. Yeah, so so that was that's awesome. But yeah, Warm Daddy, again, if you've been in Philadelphia at any period of time, You've heard of the Warm Daddy Sunday brunch, jazz brunch, or yes. whatever. Like Warm Daddy's was the is the spot. Was the I spot, remember the spot. in my yeah younger days, I've gone to Warm Daddy's. Yeah, like that was the spot. Um, again, like Warm Daddy's, I'm sure they'll be back. It just won't be there. Um, so hopefully, Warm Daddy's will be back soon, sooner rather than later. Because again, they were a a long time Philadelphia staple. You know, I mean, 25 years, 15 years in the same location. I mean, that's. That, I mean, how many restaurants last, you know, 25 years, period? Yeah. And even 15 in the same spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so Warm Daddy's was an institution. Hopefully, they will be Hopefully, back. they'll yeah. find a, a new home. Yeah, sooner sooner rather than later, definitely. Um, an Asian fusion bar has come to Northern Liberties. This is called Set, and it's originated in the New York's, uh, in New York's Lower East Side. This is the first edition of it in Philadelphia, and it debuted late last month. Bar food with an Asian twist is the set menu. Okay. All right. Yes. I'm, I'm like, huh? You were trying to figure out what the, what the menu was about? What the deal was. Yeah. yeah. Bar food and shareables with an Asian twist. So they have a bulgogi cheesesteak sliders. Um, they have jalapeno cheeseburger spring rolls, Thai chili sriracha wings, and banh mi chicken tacos. Uh, did you look at their brunch menu? That brunch, so, is, that brunch is crazy. I was looking at like the set loaded tots. Yeah. Uh, they're, uh, I assume, tater tots with uh, sriracha, garlic, cheese, bulgogi, sliced ribeye, bacon bits, scallions. Like, there's a lot going on with these, but I'm intrigued. You should be intrigued. It's a good looking, this brunch menu. Yeah. Crazy. So, I'm, I'm very intrigued. Uh, so, what's the deal? Is this like, are they doing takeout or? Um, they're, oh, well, well, they were doing outdoor dining okay. and takeout. Uh, okay. So outdoor dining, takeout, pickup, and delivery. So okay. basically, whatever you want. Um, but no, the, the brunch offering they have a steak and egg skillet with a Vietnamese buttered skirt steak. I don't even know what Vietnamese buttered skirt steak means. I don't, but, I don't either. Um, but I'm intrigued. They have a Pat Lafrida 30 day burger with a sunny side up egg. You Pat Lafrida and egg. Yes. Boom. That's all I need. Well, not the egg, but well, Pat yeah, Lafrida with the egg and fried breakfast wontons with bacon, mm. scrambled eggs, and caramelized onions. I might have to make those. I'm so, I, say, I say bacon fried breakfast wontons. Yeah, fried breakfast wontons. Fried I never would have thought of a breakfast me wonton. Me either. And now, now it's you're intrigued. Done. Now you're intrigued. Yes, they're open. I got to do this. Thursday, excuse me, Tuesday to Friday, three to ten. Saturday to Saturday and Sunday, twelve to ten. Again, outdoor dining, take up, pick up, and delivery. This is set in Northern Liberties, right in that. Um, I always forget the name of that. Whatever they call that spot. You won't. You can't help me. You I can't. Me. I don't know where Northern Liberties is. Northern Liberties, where everything is in Northern Liberties, like right near the Acme, right near the whole the outdoor established thing that you always that forget. pod place. Yeah, Piazza Park, Piazza Pod okay. Park, right next to it. You know, I'm you like, guys know the Piazza. 
That's Northern know. Liberties? That's Northern Liberties, yes. I still don't really know where that is, I but know. I know the Acme and I know the pods, right. but I don't know how to get there. You know. Aramingo Ave? Gerard. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Right there, right off Gerard. Yeah, yeah you I know. Don't know. You know. <laughs> Do you know how to get to Wilmington? No. Well, Wilmington, Delaware is now the home for Le Cavalier at the Green Room. We never talk about Delaware, so we figured no, this is a good chance don't. to talk about Delaware because Delaware is part of the Philadelphia food scene as well. Um, Le Cavalier is a 118-seat neo-French brasserie. That is, uh, I think it's open now. It's set to open um, in September, or maybe open now as we're doing this. Um, it usually, it used to be known as just the Green Room. The, the space was known as the Green Room. It was an iconic restaurant that drew people from all over the region. So a lot of the movers and shakers in Delaware, in Philadelphia. Looks um, very old school. Yeah, the old timey. They would take a trip down to Wilmington. Not in a bad way. No, no, no. But like, yeah. yeah, it looks yeah. cool. Uh, they would take a trip down there uh, to the green room. Uh, the chef here, Chef Aiken, uh, previously worked at Zahav. He opened stock in Fishtown okay. and Rittenhouse. Okay. And he also opened Res Ipsa Cafe. So okay. we've talked about all these restaurants on this on this show. So again, he's a, has a, a very nice pedigree when it comes to opening restaurants. Um, did you get a chance to look at the Le Cavalier menu? Uh, the gnocchi Parisienne. I'm I'm thinking that's what it's called. With the, the jumbo lump With crab. With the jumbo lump crab. Yes. Yeah, man. That's a good looking thing. This steak frites with salsa verde. This is like, we're not huge. Shanon and I are not huge French food fans. No. Um, but this is, has one of the more approachable French menus. And we can really say that now because we've been to France twice. So it's not a, oh, hamburgers. man, we're not going to. No, we just are not huge on French food. We went to France and ate hamburgers. I mean, like, <laughs> it, it's <laughs> not our bag. Yeah, I don't know what to tell it's, you. <laughs> it's, just, it's not our bag. Yeah, it's not our bag. I mean, yeah, it's not, <laughs> by and large, it's not our bag. Um, they have lobster tails with the brown butter and apple cider vinegar. That's one of the small plates. And then pork belly with something called a barberry mustard and hash brown potatoes. This is a pretty this decent is a looking good menu. looking menu. It's a good like, looking approachable menu. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely be down to try this. Yeah, this seems this seems like a you know, a, a nice occasion kind of restaurant. But yeah. it's a good looking menu. It's a nice looking spot. It looks like a good place to take someone to, like your parents or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, Very cool. Again, this is Lake Cavalier at the Green Room. This is in Wilmington's DuPont Hotel. So so check that out. If you check it out, let us know. As always, join We might appetite. check this out when um, things are a little less scary. Things calm down a little bit. Yeah. Things calm down a little bit. Finally, Pat's and Gino's will be selling beer nah, infused cheesesteaks during the month of September. You got a couple weeks nah, left, guys. Man, and it's Budweiser too. Pat's will be mixing Budweiser beer nah. and crispy bacon into its cheese sauce. Nah, man. Gino's will marinate their steaks in Budweiser nah. prior to grilling. And get these at Passengino's nope. through the end of September. Not interested. In either one. In either one. If you had to eat one. I the, would do the, the beef the beef marinated. See, first of all, I don't want cheese whiz, but I guess cheese it, sauce. It's made with cheese, whiz, I assume. Cheese sauce. Um if I had to do it, I'd probably do the one with the bear and the bacon in the sauce and then sprinkled on the meat. It's, that, not, it's not sprinkled, but you know, what I'm yeah, saying. I got you. that's a, because that's a cheese, that cheese sauce, you could dip a pretzel in or whatever, and you wouldn't, you know, you, it'd probably be good. So if you put it on a steak 
I guess that's the one I'd be more prone to eat. How about you? Yeah, no, because I'm I'm intrigued by this. Because again, I'm not a I'm not anti Wiz. Um, I am. Other cheeses are better, but I'm not anti Wiz. I don't see how people eat that on a regular. But Wiz with bacon and beer, I'm intrigued. I am intrigued by that. So yeah, I would I would I'd rather dip a pretzel in it. Well, yeah, but I mean, like I, I'm intrigued by that. But again, if anybody's tried either one, let us know because again, I'm I'm intrigued by both. I I try both, but I would probably lean towards the the bacon, the beer, bacon, cheese sauce. Because um, again, that's like like where can you get that? So, I guess you got two weeks to get it if you want to. If you want to try it, nah. If you want to give it up, nah. all right, all right. You know what? You will try though. You, won't, you might want to try some of these restaurants that we're talking about in the next segment. We went through a bunch, and I mean like dozens of restaurants. Yeah. We can menu <laughs> menus to find the best, or at least the best to us. We'll tell you about those on the other side. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back to the John Appetit Podcast, segment number two. This is our What's Good Philly segment, and what's good this week is Restaurant Week. It's going on now until September 25th, and more than, I believe, more than 60 restaurants in Philadelphia are participating in this edition of it. $20 two-course lunches and $35 three, or in some cases, four-course dinners. Again, this is a way to get people into um, and try out some of the better restaurants or some of some great restaurants in in philadelphia we are huge fans of restaurant weeks you know whether it's philadelphia or new jersey or whatever because it's a great chance to try out places that you may not be able to try out otherwise again at a pretty reasonable price point like there's a lot of places pretty much every place we were going to talk about today you can get out of there for a 35 dollar dinner like if you have an appetizer and an entree and dessert like if you pick the cheapest stuff on the menu it's still going to be more than 35 dollars um, so this is a way to try out some places to say, hey, you know what? I may not be able to go to Restaurant X typically. Or I may not think, you know, want to, you know, drop 50 bucks a person, you know, typically without knowing how good it is. Well, now you can do that. Now you can try it out and check it out. So we went through a bunch. I mean a bunch of Restaurant Week menus. And now let me say this. Shout out to the restaurants. Yes. For putting the menus on their website. Thank you so much. That it, was way better than it's been done in the past. Oh my gosh, cuz before like restaurants wouldn't have a menu and either it would it would either be on the Center City District website, which was okay, I guess. But uh, what if you had a favorite restaurant and you didn't want to search the Center City right. District restaurant? And you're like, hmm, it's restaurant week. I wonder if X restaurant is participating. Mm-hmm. Well, putting it on your website allows us just to go directly to your website and see that you are offering a exactly. restaurant week menu. Exactly. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. This is awesome. It is great. Thank you guys again for doing that. I will say this. Like, I think the, 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 I mean, obviously the pandemic's been bad, but one thing about the pandemic is that restaurants are getting better. Yeah. At, the adjustments yeah. have been fantastic yeah. to meet the needs. The, the, I commend all the, the, uh, restaurants that were able to adjust to make it simple, easy right. for us to continue enjoying the dishes that we love. Yeah. Like a lot of restaurants, again, that, you know, they pivoted, you know, to online ordering and takeout and delivery 
You know, like a lot of restaurants that did ex- exceptionally well. Especially um, the ones where the you have to heat the food up right. with yeah. the instructions that they're giving. The presentations aren't suffering. The taste isn't suffering. Uh, my hat, uh, my hat's off to you all. 100%. 100%. And again, like we said at the beginning, you know, hopefully a lot of this stuff kind of continues on, you know, once things get back to, I guess, the new normal uh, when this when this is over. But we have a lot of restaurants to get to. We're going to do four each. We're going to alternate. Um, you can start first. Well, give me give me a restaurant that you would try out for Center City Restaurant Week. Okay. I'm just going to uh, put out this disclaimer here because it was done without me really realizing it until I got to the fourth restaurant. Every restaurant I picked, I think, is an Italian restaurant. Really? Really? Yeah, I don't know if it's just that I'm craving it or uh, how that worked out, obviously. but this is this is what it is. All right, here we go. So, uh, my first choice was Scarpetta. Mm-hmm. So, do you just want me to go through what I would order? I, I listed out the stuff that I would order, okay. and then if you know the address, let the, let the folks know what the address is, okay. but if not, then, you know. Whatever. I can look it up if you don't know. Uh, can you please look it I'll up? I'll look up Scarpetta's right. address. Yeah. These are, again, Center City Restaurant Week. These are all, I don't know. They're all Center City. In Center know. City. Yeah. But I mean, okay. some are, you know, some are in Old City. Yeah. yeah. So Scarpetta is offering three courses. Mm-hmm. So for the first co- course, the thing that caught my my eye was a creamy polenta dish. Um, there's a fricassee of truffled mushrooms mm. in that, and I absolutely love polenta, and I, I'll eat mushrooms all day. So that is what I would select for first course. Second course, all three options are fantastic, but the thing that really stuck with me was the tagliatella um, bolognese, which is made with veal, beef, and pork. Um, so that sounded really good to me. And then the dessert, there's a creme fraiche cheesecake. Mm. So I feel like if I got this, if I brought it home or did my 25% eating, if I was so inclined, (laughs) I would be completely satisfied with this. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good sound of many. There's a lot of great, I know you have more, but there's a lot of great Italian restaurants, uh, doing, doing this, uh, Center City Restaurant Week. I my first one is actually uh, Abe Fisher. Did you um, say we're? Uh... I'm sorry. Scarpetta is at. Uh, pull it up. Scarpetta is at the Rittenhouse Hotel at 210 West Rittenhouse Square in Philadelphia. So it's right off Rittenhouse. Um, I guess it's like 19th. And what's Rittenhouse? Yeah, um, not Chestnut. Hold on, I gotta look at the map. Is that Locust? <laughs> yeah, I gotta look at the map. Yeah, sorry, because right, right where the Paco is, basically. Yeah, um, yes. I know where that yeah. is. So you know, you know where it is. Um, yeah, so that's uh, so Scarpetta is your first place. My first place is Abe Fisher. It's not too far away, um, sixteen twenty three Sansom Street. Um, again, in Center City, Philadelphia. It start off. You can start off with the Hala Parker House rolls and spreads, and that's for mm. the entire table. Um, <laughs> the first uh, appetizer is a sa- salmon crudo or a latke potato latke with peach jam and herb sour cream. Um, for the main, you can get a salt baked brisket. Um, or a or salmon with broccolini. Now the dessert is where it comes up, where they come up huge because all these desserts sound pretty good. Um, there are the two options: a coffee cake with cinnamon streusel, sour cream, and chocolate chips, or a smoked maple custard with blueberries and candied pistachios. So mm-hmm. all that stuff sounds good. Abe Fisher, this 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 might go on a list. This is a good sounding restaurant. Okay, what do you got? So my next restaurant is Ristorante Aroma. Okay. Okay. 
You know, I'm sorry. I looked it up, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they're also offering three courses. Mm-hmm. So uh, they have five selections under the Antipasti. Uh, but the one that stuck out to me is the Pasta Mista, which you get a sample of three types of pasta and sauce. So there's a tortellini alfredo, a penne with pesto, and a rigatoni amatriana. Mm. So for the entrees, there's five selections. They all look fantastic. But the one that um, stuck out for me is the cannelloni. And that's a homemade pasta tube stuffed with ricotta and sausage and then topped with a bolognese sauce and baked. Mm, that sounds good. And then for uh, Dolce, uh, Dolce um, th- there's four that look f- fantastic. <laughs> but um, I'm interested in the triple lemon cake. Okay. I can get down with that. That sounds good. This is where again? Ristorante Aroma? Yes. That's yeah. at 1120 Pine Street uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, my next one is uh, Cuba Libre. It's at uh, an old city in, in uh, 10 South 2nd Street. Um, a very, I think just a bunch of stuff you can order off their menu. I think it's like five appetizer options, maybe six entrees. Um, the appetizers include, um, I, had, I had a choice of three because I couldn't pick one. Tuna ceviche, or they have a Pineapple guacamole cubano sandwich sounds really good, or chicken and beef empanadas. I'd probably go cubano if I had to pick one, but again, there's a whole bunch of great sounding options in Cuba Libre. Um, for the main, they have a ropa vieja or a paella mixta, mm. which comes with shrimp, chicken, chorizo, and ham. So, again, if you want all sorts of goodness in your paella, you can do that. And the dessert, they have the arroz con leche or Churros con chocolate, and you cannot go wrong with churros and chocolate. So, this is Cuba Libre. Um, they always have good food. You know, it's a very popular place here in Philadelphia. This is at 10 South 2nd Street in Old City, Philadelphia. Okay. So, my next one is one that I think we'll be hitting up this weekend. Mm. <laughs> it's Little Nona. Nona Nona Vibes. Again, Italian. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, so the, the first course is for the table to share. Um, Straciatella, I think it's pronounced. And it's pulled burrata with Italian mixed olives, sea salt, and grilled uh, country bread. So that, that I guess that counts as you getting like four courses. Yeah, bread, bread and cheese. Yeah. yeah. So for the first course, there's two things on here that we both love. So for Roy, it would be the BVP meatballs. meatballs yep. And for me, it would be the wild mushroom arancini. I absolutely love that dish. I believe we talked about this last year, how in love with those arancino, uh, arancinis I am. Okay, so for the second course, there were a few things that caught my eye. Um, but the two things that really stood out are the tonight's macaroni. It's a Sunday pork gravy with broccoli rob, horseradish, Sheep's milk, ricotta, and basil. I just think that sounds like a super interesting dish, and um, I'm very intrigued. And then the other thing that has me willing to overlook peas is the braised <laughs> short rib radatory. Uh, and that's sautéed mushrooms, English peas, whipped ricotta, and fresh horseradish. And then for the third course, I would go for the lemon cheesecake. It's funny you picked that because I had picked that before and then I sent you the list and then I was like, 
And then you said that you didn't go on a list. And I'm like, all right, well, if she didn't use the list that I sent, right. then, like, I know you're picking that. Because that was, <laughs> like, that menu was, like, crazy. That menu is it so, your little known-as menu might be, it might be my favorite menu it's, out of it's all the menu. Really it's a really good-looking good menu. Cause, but we know how the meatballs taste. We, we know, know how the arantini tastes. We know how the Sunday gravy tastes. Yes. Like, we know that from, from, from a fact. One place we don't know that I'm intrigued by is uh, Spice Finch at 220 South 17th Street. And this is right in Rittenhouse as well. Um, they start off with spreads for the table as well. Um, the first course, my choice was a tortilla with a baked egg, potato, uh, manchego, and harissa aioli. Uh, for the main, you can get a chili chicken kebab with Swiss chard, sesame yogurt, and garlic streusel, or peri peri shrimp with garlic, harissa, and a flatbread. And for uh, the dessert, my choice was the chocolate tahini cake with tahini buttercream. Blood Orange Sorbet, and Meringue. Um, this is, uh, again, Spice Finch, 220 South 17th Street. Again, this is a really good-looking menu. I tried to switch up my, my you know, different thing. I know you didn't switch yours up. But I didn't fine. do it on purpose. That's fine. All right, who's, what's your last one? Okay, my last one is Bistro La Baia. Mm. B-A-I-A. Okay. Now, their menu, they have a lot of things to choose from like this is probably one of the menus with the most items on it so for the first course what looked really good to me were the pulpet that's the beef and pork meatballs with parmesan and red sauce um they also have a polenta bruschetta with grilled polenta goat cheese and tomatoes that's intriguing for me so for the entree i had a few that um I was interested in. They have a fettuccine bolognese with beef and pork ragu that's so slowly cooked in red wine sauce over homemade fettuccine. There's a lobster ravioli with shrimp and vodka sauce. And then there is a branzino dish uh, that's cooked in white wine and lemon and capers sauce. So those are the things that really stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. And for the dessert, uh, what... I was interested in and was the chocolate mousse cake. Sounds like a really good, really good menu. And again, Bistro La Baia, 1700 Lombard Street. And it's a BYOB. So keep that in mind if you want to dine in this weekend. My last, or this week, I should say, it's part of restaurant week. My last one, again, I'll, I will go away from the Italian. I will go with the old bar, also in Old <laughs> City, um, 125 Walnut Street. Um, a very good menu um, in my eyes because, again, you can start off with a, a chef's selection of oysters or crab fries with jumbo lump crab, lobster butter, and an oyster stout and a cheddar fondue, Ooh. which sounds really good. <laughs> sounds really good. Then you can follow that up with the main, which is a fried lobster roll with radish and pickled Fresnos. A fried lobster Fr- I'm sorry, fried oyster roll. Oh, fried oyster well, roll. that's good, fried too. Fried <laughs> oyster roll, I'm sorry, with, with radish and pickled Fresnos or a butter poached lobster roll. They both come with fries. However, the lobster roll does come with mayo. So I know for those of you who are not a fan of the mayo and the lobster roll, you know, the the fried oyster roll might be your your pick. And the dessert, uh, my choice from them would be the salted chocolate bar with brandied cherries, creme fraiche whip, and cocoa crumble. Again, this is the old bar. Also in Old City, 125 Walnut Street. So... There's, again, there's a lot of great places to check out in Philadelphia. Again, this runs from now, as you hear this, through September 25th. 
Not all restaurants participate on the weekend, so again, keep an eye out on that. Make sure that the restaurant, if you want to go on Saturday, let's say, make sure they're participating on Saturday. And again, a lot of these restaurants, not all, but a lot of the restaurants are doing takeout. They are doing the takeout as far as the restaurant week um, menu is concerned. So you can, again, if you don't want to sit in a restaurant, if you don't want to do outdoor dining, you can get a lot of this stuff and bring it home and take it to your home and enjoy it um, as well. So great stuff, as always, a restaurant week. And again, if you go to restaurants, a lot of restaurants have um, drink specials as well. So I believe Maker's Mark may be sponsoring the drink specials. So great stuff, as always, some some chance, some tr- some chance, a chance to try some of the best restaurants in Philadelphia at a very, very reasonable price point. So if you have any places that you can check out, please let us know, johnappetit at gmail.com or johnappetit on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Again, we are very accessible. Let us know. Tag us in your foodie photos. Hashtag johnappetit on Instagram. Let us know if you check out some great things or if you cook some great stuff at home yourself. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we have a very special event to tell you about. And as always, we have invitations for Sunday dinner. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back. Segment number three of the show. A very special event is taking place this weekend, September 19th. This is the second annual Bite for the Fight Food Festival. It's a food festival and fundraiser in honor of in honor of McKenna and Massey. It's to raise funds for families facing pediatric cancer. Now this year, again, it's the second annual. It's going to be all virtual. It's going to be on Facebook Live and YouTube this Saturday, September 19th at 4 p.m. So you can take part in one of the best events of the year from the comfort of your home and support a great cause. This year's event is going to include cooking demos from a bunch of the uh, restaurants that were at the 2019 event and mixology demos from the fine folks at Boardroom Spirits and special video messages from celebrity guests, including Chef Robert Irvine. We had a chance to sit down with Chef Irvine last year um, at the inaugural Bite for the Fight Food Festival. So he is coming back this year. Um, again, it's going to be some great stuff, great event, and all again, it's all benefiting fam- families who are fighting pediatric cancer. It's going to also feature segments focused on the great work by the folks at the Children's Hospital of Pennsylvania and the Fight on McKenna Foundation. And you can not only attend the event, but you can also bid on um, bid on the items as well that are that are available at a silent auction. So if you go to bitefortheFight.com, there's a plenty of great items up for bid. There's like a vacation, I believe, in like. Virginia or the Outer Banks or something. Um, there's a you can bid for a, a Zoom meet and greet with Chef Irvine. Um, there's there's wine there's wine packages. There's beer tastings. There's all sorts of great great things that you can bid on as part of the Bite for the Fight Food Festival. So check that out again. Biteforthefight.com and be sure to log on this Saturday, t- uh, 4 p.m. September 19th, 4 p.m. on Facebook Live and YouTube. Search for Bite for the Fight or the Fight on McKenna Foundation and take part in the, the live Bite for the Fight Food Festival, the 2020 version. Again, we had a great time. You know, Chanel yes, we did. had a great time last year, and this time, this year is going to be awesome as well. So please check it out. And again, thank you guys for all the support that you guys have given us and the Bite for the Fight folks and the Fight on McKenna Foundation. It's time now for our Sunday dinner. This is the portion of the show where we hand out invitations to our home for a Sunday dinner to people based on something they've done over the past week or so. 
Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something not so good. It's always on some level memorable, at least memorable to us. It's a little bit of a break from talking about food the entire time. I don't know who you have for yours. Is it funny? Is it not funny? It's not funny. It's okay. What do we have? <laughs> it's not food. It's not food. It's a person who I think is wonderful. Like absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. I really, really love them. My Sunday dinner goes out to Roy Burton. But <laughs> Just, I want to give you a shout out for uh, Birds Outsiders. Roy will be on Birds Outsiders again this year. He's back. Uh, They had their first show on Sunday, so he'll be back on this Sunday and for the remainder of the season. So hopefully, 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 (laughs) exactly, hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) So I just want to, well, you're already invited. It's your house. But I want to give a shout out to you and just let you know that I am proud of you and I love you. Thank you. Chanel's real Sunday dinner goes out to Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight (laughs) for their amazing performance at the Versus last week. No. That's her real Sunday dinner. That's the real Sunday dinner. They were runners up. They were, were definitely runners, runners okay. up, but okay. but you edged them out. I edged them out. I yeah. edged out Patty and, and Miss Patty and Miss Glass. Yes, you edged you edged out the aunties. Thank you. Uh, my Sunday dinner goes out to a man named Daniel House. Daniel House is not a household name, no pun intended. However, Daniel House made waves. I guess about a week or so for getting kicked out the bubble. Daniel oh, House, yeah, that dude invited a female. I'm only saying female because that's how the report said it. A woman <laughs> who was not part of the whole, uh, was not, um, I don't want to say allowed in the bubble. Um, she was not on the approved list to be in the bubble. And he invited said woman into his hotel room for hours. Um, Daniel House cannot do that. Daniel House, I'm sorry, Daniel House plays with the Houston Rockets. And you cannot just have unauthorized people in your hotel room I, I during a pandemic. I thought she worked. There. So the original story was that she was a, a testing yeah. agent, a COVID-19 testing agent. Yeah. I don't believe that's the case. Oh, so. I believe it was just, just someone else that made their way into the bubble. So he didn't hear about the person that dressed uh, the woman as a football player. Oh, well, dressed that's, like, like yeah. that's just, that news doesn't get into the bubble. Well, here's the thing, though. So two guys, two guys, uh, uh, Lou Williams, well, he left, but but Rashawn, Rashawn Holmes, former Sixer, currently of the Kings, got in trouble because he went to go get wings, like, basically, like, 50 feet outside of his hotel. This happened, like, the first week of the bubble. That should put you on alert. It's like, look, they are checking for you dudes every single but minute of every deal, single day. Okay. That's fine, mm-hmm. but knowing why you're in this bubble isn't enough incentive to not try to break the rules. I, you would I'm just trying so. to understand. You would think And that so. goes back to what I originally said about not trusting my fellow Americans. You would think so. You would think that I trust you people. Daniel House, whose team was still in the playoffs, like the Rockets, I mean, they were about to get stomped out. But they were still play, fighting, the, fighting the Lakers in the playoffs. Daniel House gets minutes. Like, it's not like he was a bench dude. Like, he got minutes. So he's a he's a... I don't want to say key, but he's an important part of the Houston Rockets. You would think that you would chill on this for a couple more, you know, yeah, a month. You can't just do most. your job. Just do your job. Do your job. And apparently that got Daniel House in trouble with um, Mrs. Daniel House. Wait, um, wait <laughs> what? There's a Mrs.? Apparently there's a Mrs. Daniel House. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's a Mrs. Daniel House. So he did this and there was a Mrs. All I know is there was a woman who I believe is the Mrs. Daniel House 
Posted on the Instagram because that's how, that's how stories break today. She posted on the Instagram, you reap what you sow. Woo. So, I don't know. And again, like, I don't know what their relationship is. I'm not going to cast aspersions. All I know is Mrs. Daniel House was not in the bubble and this unauthorized woman was in the bubble. But can't, at this point, they're bringing their families in the bubble, right? You can bring some people in. So, so back then, could he have brought Mrs. Daniel House in the bubble? You're asking a lot of questions that you know the answer to. So, well, I don't know. Logistics. I mean, if you got kids in school, he's being an irresponsible American. Yeah, if you got, yeah, exactly. You're being an irresponsible, and that's really what it comes to kind of boils down to. You're being an irresponsible American. I mean, that's number one. But number two, like, you're being irresponsible to your team because I think a couple days ago, James Harden said, like, yo, this is a distraction. Like, this was kind of like, yo, like, we got to talk, ask all these questions about guys bringing people into the bubble. We're trying to beat the Lakers, like, we're trying to beat LeBron. And we have to answer all these questions and deal with all this nonsense, like while we're trying to do something, uh, trying to win a playoff series. So, be better, people. Be Please better. be better, Americans. Be better, and, America. You know, that's all. We don't have to be collective and have group think, but we no. can all have common sense and try to keep ourselves and our families safe. If you don't want to look out for strangers, that's all we're asking for. That's all we're asking for. So thank you guys, as always, for listening to the latest edition of the show. Now, before we sign off, there's one more thing we'd like to tell you. Our name isn't just a catchphrase. It's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So so the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you... John Appetit. My local coffee shop is my Penn State World Campus classroom, giving me the full Penn State experience online. It's home to thousands of students working together with faculty to advance our careers, change our careers, or finally earn our degree. My classroom is just like every Penn State classroom because it is getting me to where I want to be. Click on the ad or visit worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal.